expect this is going to last until 11 like Brother Erickson. Uh, I wasn't given the gift of long speaking. <laughs> Good. I'm your balance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we can give brother, we might give brother Nance a little longer this morning. Uh, let's start with prayer. Let's remember brother and sister Erickson this morning. Uh, let's remember Dave. He starts a new job. That's a victory report we want to give. Uh, he he got a he got a good job. Uh, where at? At Culligan. Culligan, Tulsa. Oh, Tulsa. Yeah. So, I, I don't know yet. We'll know more tomorrow. Okay. So it's, it's business to business. It's not residential, which I just added. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He, yeah. He's not afraid. <laughs> so, so that's a good thing. Yes. Uh, let's remember Brother Green this morning. He's kind of under the weather this morning. Yes. Uh, let's pray for Dave this morning. He's also under the weather, or he'd be here. Let's remember Brian's sister Romero, okay? Yes, let's yes. remember them. Is he still on the vent? Yes, he's, he's got the COVID and he's on the vent ventilator, so let's pray for them this morning. Sister Cheryl. Sister Cheryl. Sister Teeters. Yes, and remember the Teeters family. Brother Teeters passed away. His funeral will be tomorrow at 11. And I guess Sister Nance will be traveling again this next week. Our sister Nance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's public knowledge, she's coming in tomorrow. Well, I mean, she, likes to, she likes to come early and stay late. <laughs> <laughs> so do we, so it, it, works. it works. Well, so let's just remember, the Lord, keep his hand on her while she's traveling. And, and this. Uh, can we please say a prayer for Johan? He's a maintenance guy that I worked with here at Baker Hughes. And I uh, just found out uh, Friday night that he's got COVID. Oh, yeah, let's pray for this this guy. Me and him got to be friends pretty quick after he went to work there. He's a good guy. So let's pray for him. All right, that's all our requests. Uh, Brother Green, would you lead us in prayer this morning, please? Lord Jesus, God, we love thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You see this request, Lord. You see him. You see Brother Brother Romero this morning, Lord. Please touch his body. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. That's both of you. You see Brother Green this morning. You see Dave, Lord. Thank you for giving him the job, Lord. And Lord, touch his body so that he feels better. Bless Sister Nancy, she travels Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm going to kind of rehash some stuff that I taught before Brother Erickson got here for just the, the beginning of this thing. And then I want to talk about something I've 
Scott, while he was teaching us about the prodigal son a week or so back. Uh, I want to call this, there's more than one calf. Uh, you know, whenever, you guys know my heartbeat is for backslidden people. For some reason, I have a real burden for them. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of people that we've invested time in that aren't in this church that really should be mm-hmm. in this church or a church. Mm-hmm. They don't have to come to Chelsea. I'd just be happy if they go anywhere and they're, and they're back walking with God like they should. Uh, you know, I saw... I'm gonna be more just talking to us this morning. I am really teaching, if, if y'all don't mind, and and just just break in and anytime you want, you know. And the the investment we've made is not lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I seen Brentley at the gas station here maybe a year ago, and the first thing she did, I didn't even recognize her. You know, I remember Brentley as a little girl, and here come a a lady with some kids, and. Uh, she says, I just want you to know I'm going to church up in Benita. I said, okay. You know, I said, well, that's good, Brentley. You need to be going to church. Sure. But, you know, the church that you grew up in is a whole lot closer to you. We'd sure like to have you back here. You know, they don't forget. No. You can't, you can't be touched with, by the Lord and ever walk away from it. No. You just can't. You know, I, I talk to, uh, every chance I get, I try to talk to, to, uh, Kenny, and I can't think of his last name. Him and his wife, kids, Tim and Christy and Phillips. Phillips. I try to talk to Kenny Phillips every chance I get. He hadn't been to church in years. And he's always willing to talk to you. He wants to visit, but when you mention church, it's all over. <laughs> you know, I got to thinking about about these people. God still loves them. He still wants them in this church. And I got to thinking about Lazarus. And you know, the Lord was talking to his disciples and they told him Lazarus was sick and after a while he said Lazarus is asleep they said well that's good if he's sleeping he'll wake up and feel better and then the Bible the Bible says he plainly told him Lazarus is dead he's dead well by the time they walked on down there to wherever they were at it had been four days he'd been dead and he was in the tomb and he told them take that rock off that tomb they said, well, Lord, he's stinking. You know, he's by now, he, he's, he's not smelling too good. He said, take the rock off. He told him, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus wasn't dead no more. He said, take them grave clothes off of him. You know, get that rag off his face so he can see. These folks may be dead to what they the life that they know they should be living but they're not so dead that God can't bring them back mm-hmm. 
and that kind of, you know, uh, and, that, and that's what I'm praying for this morning. You know, these people may be dead to what they know is right, but bring them back. And when they do, we're going to pull the grave clothes off at them, of them and let them dance around a little bit. It's going to be a good day. But while we're waiting on these prodigals to come back, what are we doing? We're working, right? Mm -hmm. We're working hard. We really are. If you'll, I look around at people, at us, I'm not saying people in the world, I'm talking about us in this local church. And I see a bunch of people that are tired. We really are. Think about what's what we've been through in the last 18 months, folks. I can think of five people we've lost out of this immediate congregation. And if we went around and named everybody that touches our lives that's passed away in the last year, the list would be horrifically wrong, long. When we've lost five of our loved people out of this church, out of about 30, that's a pretty good-sized chunk. And you know, when they were going to see Lazarus, one of the, one of the disciples said, well, maybe we just go on and die with him, you know? And sometimes that's the way we feel when we see these people at backslid. You know, I'm not winning. Maybe I'll just go join them. That's not the answer. Amen. You know, God still has resurrection power. And we've seen it. We've also seen that in the last year. You know, Dave, he's not here to defend himself, so I'm going to talk about it. Of course, he got a recording if he wants to listen. He can hear what I said. <laughs> you know, he got the COVID. They sent him home, and he got pneumonia. They took him back. He had to go on ventilator. He got so far down that, that he was in a rest home. They almost let him die in the rest home. And by the time he got out of there and got enough physical therapy, him and Sister Diane come to our house last sometime around Christmas, I think it was last year. After. Or maybe after Christmas, New Year's, I don't know, sometime in there. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it probably took Dave, I'm not making fun of him, but it probably took him five minutes or so mm -hmm. to shuffle from his car to my front door. Mm -hmm. Barely getting along on a walker. And from then until now, Although I'm sure there's been, I can't imagine the frustration that he's experienced and the stuff he's had to go through physically, he's doing a lot better. If he wasn't doing a lot better, he couldn't have done the physical job he's been doing in the last quite a few months. I want to thank the Lord for that, you know, so we know he can. He's done that also. So all the news isn't bleak. You have no idea. He gave God all the praise and absolutely was determined and that, that was his power. That was his hope and everything was, was God. Right. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he didn't just have COVID be down physically. About the time he got COVID and went down, he lost his job. Mm -hmm. 
and he's had a hard time getting work since then. Mm-hmm. Not because of anything he has or hasn't done. He's worked hard to find work. Mm-hmm. And now the Lord's given him good work and we're thankful for that also. But all that works on your works on your mind, you know? Yes. And all these things I'm talking about has, has worked on us. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see these backsliders and new people coming in. And the Lord's going to bless them yes. tremendously. And we might, we just might be like the other brother. Uh-huh. Uh, we might get a little bit angry. Lord, we've worked through all this stuff. You know, like the song says, we've worked our fingers to the bone. All we got is bony fingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that, that one brother, he... Uh, and he, he told his daddy, when his daddy come to ask about it, he said, you know, he just spent your money on, on just wild living and wild women, and he just wasted everything you gave him. Why are you giving him a party? And that's not what I want to talk about this morning. I don't want to talk about his being angry because that's he's just human like we are. We might fall ourselves in the same boat. His father said, everything I've got is yours. And I never I never saw what he was saying until Brother Erickson said that the other night. Mm-hmm. You know, in Psalms chapter 50, it tells us that our father has the cattle on a thousand hills. Mm-hmm. We can have a cafe now we want it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some of y'all know Tommy Garrison, some of you don't. But my grandma liked this man a lot. And he'd call her up every once in a while and say, Sister Dennis, I'm going to be out there at your house next Thursday evening for supper. And I want some fried catfish and some fried potatoes. Some brown beans would be good to go with that cornbread. You're going to make it go with them fish, you know. <laughs> And for dessert, I really don't care if it's, you can just do whatever you want. You can do peach or blackberry cobbler, I don't care. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, let me tell you something. That thrilled my grandma beyond belief. If it was any kind of decent weather, she'd have me and grandpa down there fishing for fresh catfish. And if we couldn't do that, then she wanted to make sure that we thought out a page of flathead because that was the best catfish we had. And she cooked all day. He got what he asked for and a lot more. And she couldn't wait for him to get there. You know? Well, you know, I'm not the brightest bulb in the chandelier, but I'm not burning plum out. So after I got grown, there was while I'd be working nights whatever I call it say grandma I'm gonna come down there Tuesday and when I wake up have some of that chili you're gonna make me for with you you know a little bit of that cornbread guess what we always had chili or whatever I asked for and she was just happy she could be in there because she could do something for somebody she could somebody wanted her cooking 
You know our God's the same way. He says it's the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. If we're wore out today, if we're tired, we feel like our fingers have worked to the bone, we've gone the last mile. It's perfectly acceptable for us to ask the Lord this morning, Lord, just give us a good service today. Let your spirit fall in this church. Wrap your love around us. Let us rest for a little bit. And he'll do it. He said, if you ask your earthly father for bread, is he going to give you a rock, a stone? If you ask him for a fish, is he going to give you a serpent? No. He's not going to do that. So if we're tired and we're wore out and we feel like we've reached the end of our rope, all we have to do is say, Lord, help me this morning. Give me a little bit of blessing this morning, Lord. Bless our service this morning. You know, we can already have a, a big old brisket on the smoker when them when them backsliders start driving up. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not into brisket, then we'd have a roast in the oven or a big steak on the grill. Whatever it is, we can have the calf. We can have a calf butchered and one waiting on them. That wasn't the only calf that the father had. You know, and sometimes I got to laughing about that. I never noticed that either. He said, Daddy, I've been working my fingers to the bone and all. You you hadn't even given me a baby goat. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he was really feeling sorry for himself. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to do that this morning. Amen. We can say, Lord... I'd like a little bit of that that calf and I'd been like a little bit of that fresh bread. Brother Nancy's got something to, to tell us this morning it's gonna feed us. And Lord bless that to our souls. Amen. And we can walk out of here feeling refreshed. We can have anything we want this morning. Bible says, Whatsoever you ask you ask in my name, I'll give it to you. I'm not talking about Lord give me a brand new Rolls Royce or whatever that song was about. Because he the Bible tells us, he tells us don't be afraid of people that can kill your body. Don't be afraid of them folks. Because they can't really hurt you. I don't ever hair on your head. It's the, but we can't let ourselves get to the point that we allow the devil to destroy our soul. You know, you can work yourself right out of church. We can work so hard and work so much that the first thing you know, all we're doing is is working and and headed to the next activity that we're what we're going to do. I think today. We need to slow it down just a notch. We need to smell the roses a little bit. Take a little rest. Let the Lord bless us. 
because if we'll let him move in our service, he can supply what we need, what we really need, what our soul needs. He tells us not to worry about the physical man. He'll take care of us. But if you'll notice that brother, he said, you can have whatever you want. But he hadn't asked for anything. He didn't have anything because he hadn't asked for it. The Bible tells us that too. You have not because you ask not. Well, I'm asking the Lord this morning to just move in here like a fog. Just let us, just let us enjoy the peace and the love and, and wrap your arms around us, Lord. Does anybody have anything else this morning they'd like to say? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much done. Uh, I don't even know if I stayed in the scripture, brother. Did I? He didn't quote him. Huh? You didn't quote him, but everything he said was out of the boat. <laughs> no, I didn't quote him. No, I don't think, uh, I don't think God expects us to speak in the King James. I've got them if you want me to read them to you. <laughs> I've got them all. I've got them all. Uh, you know, I was thinking, brother, we don't think about these things, but it makes you wonder. When you start to, you know, when we open up our hearts and our minds to what's God saying to me, I'm thinking, what kind of relationship did that older brother have with his daddy? Right. He didn't know that his daddy was willing to throw parties. That's right. Because he never asked for one. Right. Mm -hmm. He had probably assumed his dad was a hard man. Yeah. Didn't want to do anything, so he didn't get it. I remember Brother Sam Latta. You remember him, missionary? Yeah, I he grew up poor as terrible, I guess, down in Arkansas back in the 30s. And he heard his folks constantly talking about how poor they were, how broke they were, how they didn't have anything. He said his folks would uh, scrimp and save and take a little vacation, a little short vacation with the family every year. And that was the only time we'd ever get to go in and eat a, a meal in a cafe. Never ate out other than that. He said every time we'd go in there, all I would think about is we're broke. We ain't got no money. Okay. And he said, uh, so when they'd say, what do you want to say? And say, I want a mayonnaise sandwich. That's all. Yeah, you know, a mayonnaise sandwich. And he said one day he overheard his dad tell somebody that Sam is the craziest boy. All he likes is mayonnaise sandwiches. He said, really, it dawned on me then. I could have a hamburger. I could have a cheeseburger. I could have had anything I wanted and dad had the money to buy it. Right. But I was cutting him some slack. But my dad was thinking, Sam just don't like this stuff. The rest of us do. He just likes mayonnaise. He said, no, I don't. I like all that. Never ask. You just assume we can't afford it because you heard other voices say, we're poor, we can't do this, we can't do that. And then he says, what you want? He's not setting you up for disappointment. No. I'm sorry, you guys. Sure. That's what God can do.
It's just been such a journey. Absolutely. And getting to come back here. And I found out I'm a spiteful person because I wasn't going to let the devil win. And keep us somewhere where we're not supposed to be. And I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to you. And just thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, even. I'm so, I'm loud. I'm sorry. I'm just loud. Jesus, the past is the past. In Jesus' name. 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 Oh, God, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Sister, we were in a special spiritual warfare type meeting yesterday at our church in Rome. And the thing that was mentioned over and over and over is one of the strongest tools he ever uses against us is shame. I'm ashamed of how I turn my back on God. I'm ashamed of how I turn my back on my friends. I'm ashamed. And it's like, no. Absolutely. You're, you're, you're holding yourself responsible for stuff that has been forgiven. It's over. It's past. It's under the blood. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I see it this way. You ever work on a computer? Yeah. 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 The split personality computer. Have you yeah. ever absolutely <laughs> hit a button and you hadn't, back in the day maybe, and you hadn't saved your document? It's gone and you can't get it back and you freak out. It's gone. I should have been saving that thing. Now I will do it. I look at this. The blood is a delete button. Satan comes and says, you fail God. You did this, you did that, you did this, you did that. Let's talk to God about it. And God says, I've got no record of that. The blood deleted it. Amen. Amen. Now, what haunts you? The enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Not God. It took a while to get there. And you say, give me Satan. I have repented this. I can't do no more than that. I can't go back and change what I did. But God can eradicate it. Like that white ass, you know, from the old days. That's exactly right. Exactly right. And so when, uh, oh, go ahead. So many times I haven't asked God for what I wanted because I didn't feel like I deserved it. Same thing. Shame puts you in that spot. Shame right. puts you in a place of a But we have to, we also got to remember that sometimes we're the prodigal. Mm -hmm. And God sees us coming. Yes. He tells the butcher to get the butcher. He tells the seamstresses to get this, get this sewing them up a new coat. Yep. Get this stuff going on, my, my child's coming home. I heard Brother Wayne preach a message one time and he said, that, uh, while everybody else was saying, you're, you know, your brother's a loser, he's lost, it's over, he'll probably die out there laying in a gutter somewhere and all this. Daddy was fattening up a calf. That's right. For the party. If you all remember, we... <laughs> We had a visiting preacher here maybe a year or so back. Yes. 
he told us to keep fattening the calf because he felt like God yep. was going to bring the yep. bring our backsliders back. You see, where you're at right now, we were like that fire two years ago. I mean, it's just like I'm going to bury everybody in this church and then turn out the lights. <laughs> you know, we won't have any more pills because you can spill it. And uh, God is in the last. I'm just saying for the glory of God, because we were in the same shape. We had the same feeling of we beat our heads against the wall. Nobody wants what we're trying to sell. And the ones that had it didn't like it. Yesterday we had this, we had so many people from prior in there hungry for God. I'm talking half the congregation. First time people walking in the door and wouldn't leave when we were done and coming up to me and saying I will be here in the morning and uh, you know what we do we sow the seed and we think okay I sowed seed right there and it's going to come up right there God gives you what somebody else sowed over there and so you're wondering where did they come from it's all seed it's all the field field doesn't care who threw it out there that's right but it, it's going to come up in your in your you're building. I believe that 100%. It, it'll happen. It's just hard to. And I don't. I don't want anybody to. Yeah. And don't think I'm down this morning or feeling down. I'm not. I just think we're we're right at the moment. We're living below our privilege, folks. Yes. Well, that the uh, all we're crying about how the world is. To forgive me for the phrase that I hear all myself, heard all my life, the world's going to the hell in a handbasket. It's like two men sent to an island. You've heard this. We were sent out there to open up a new market to sell shoes. And one sent a message back send me the next boat plan to get me out of here. Nobody even wears shoes here. The other guy sent back and said, send me a boatload of shoes. Nobody's got a pair here. It's That's how right. you're looking at it. That's exactly oh, right. Oh man, no. Uh, what we're seeing is a, an obvious who has peace, who, you know, it's not who, we want to pound the truth so much that people don't understand what we're talking about when we say truth, 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 truth. What they're hungry for is sanity, right? stability, Peace. <laughs> right. Peace. Just let me. You know. Exactly. Jesus said, Peace I leave you. Not as other peace leave. You know, and you probably heard me here tell the story of the guy that went to Vietnam. He was engaged. The longer he was over there, the more letters he was getting from his uh, fiance saying, I I can't take this deal alone. And finally she was indicating I wanna start dating. And he wrote her back the letter, please quit writing me these letters and let me fight this war in peace. Okay. <laughs> okay, bullets are flying, but I'm talking about my heart. Right. You know, right. So that's what God does. When he says, my peace, the world doesn't understand. Because you don't have a good reason to have any peace. Your husband got a job and you still got the bills. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. going to, you know, so so immediately the 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 mind starts to and the devil starts saying, he's making how much an hour? That means how much a week? 
That means in how many decades it'll take us to get out of this hole? God can restore everything that canker worm, the, the locust ate in the last 10 years. He can give it back to you overnight. He's done it for me. He did it for Brother Nance, my brother. He was starting a church over at Mangum and he was sinking like a rock and the devil, he was single, alone, and the devil was beating his brains in. Mm -hmm. And he was literally lost his ever-loving mind. He's, he, he just, you know, and he would come and say, I'm, I'm sinking like a rock and he was living on these credit cards. Not because he's some kind of nut, I mean to eat, to live. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like I'm just going backwards in every way. And God just told me, so, go ahead and just keep, keep, keep with it. I don't think he's my older brother, but I was in a different spot, so I was able to. Mm -hmm. Well, a door opened. I was able to hire him to come to Tupelo and do a work. He turned out to be the best we ever had at what he did. And uh, Brother Drury put him on commission. So he, you know, get out there. And that was an incentive to keep, mm -hmm. keep at it. Mm -hmm. He was a hundred percent out of debt and uh, had money in the bank in a year. Wow. It just simply, God can fix this if you just stop long enough to hear Him say, "I got this." Right. I got this. It's mm -hmm. yes. you know? so like if if, if uh, Bill Cates walked up and said, "What's your debt?" You know, I said, "Well, I hate to tell you this. It's awful work." Or $41,000 in debt. Well, he spends that much on a meal. Yeah. And he goes, that's a debt. Well, here, let me give you 100000 pay it off, and, you know, go have yourself a meal with the other 60. That's how our God is. Right. Lord, I hate to bring this to you. This is probably bankrupt you. That is not a debt. It's, money's the least of our problems. It's, right. We don't think that because we live in the flesh. But the, the, the thing is to just forgive ourselves, trusting in His goodness, trust in the blood. Uh, if I've got something ain't right going on within me, deal with it. Because I want to be in alignment. And it'll all be good. Amen. It'll all be good. What was interesting was our journey. I could write a book, I, I feel, and <laughs> we all should. Someday. I'm sure we all can, you know. But it was just funny how the punches in the stomach and in the head that we we were almost there, and then bam, you know, literally several times, you know, and it was just like okay. And of course, we went through all those. Angers, those wonders, those, and and almost no give ups. I I, can, I don't know how that happened, but but the blessings that we finally look at all this cool stuff that's going on over here, that's keeping us going, you know, and and that's what kept us going. But but again, that's why I say I learned I'm pretty spiteful, especially against that devil, because because <laughs> you know I know what's causing this, and I'm getting really tired of it, you know, and stuff and. And it's just, uh, I just, that's why. Because COVID stopped everyone from going where we were going to church at, at Westwood. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it was wonderful. And then the pastor leaves, you know, that we were so 
you know, connected with or whatever. And then we weren't going because of the COVID, you know, saved from it. We still had it, got it or whatever. But it was just, man, you get down here, you know, and it's just like, okay, you got to still pull yourself up and not give up. But then you got all this stuff, you know, so I'm just so grateful that we're here and we ended up over here, you know. We could be getting to church in eight minutes, <laughs> but just love it here, you know. So it's kind of interesting how things work out. You just got to stay hang in there. But boy, I, I had to color my hair a little more often. <laughs> you know, you, you think, I've heard it so many, many, many times. I was over in the Soviet Union before, just after it collapses, Russia, Belarus. And the one question I kept hearing, if there is a God, and as you say he's a good God, why does this world, why is we, this world so hard and terrible? Because mm -hmm. I mean, they would do what we never could believe. Mm -hmm. But in, in many cases, when the enemy wants to say, see, if, if that, if the God of this Bible is the one that's letting you go through all of this, you can have that Bible, you know, and that God. And we don't see that God lets us go through stuff. And if our eyes ever come open to realize it's the Satan that is treating me like a dog, he is baiting and switching on me and, and springing me up just to chop my legs off and all that. Nobody has to preach against Satan and say no more after you've been through this. I don't like him. <laughs> and I don't like what he's selling. And I want no part of it. I don't have to have the Bible tell me to not follow after him. Because he's a jerk. Nothing to do with him. And then, then God said, okay, now I think we can work. <laughs> we can work now that we realize we're on the same team and he's not on our team. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Well, it's weird because um, of the war that's been going on between me and the devil. Yeah. And I'm just as positive person that you could possibly be. I, I can look at the light side of anything and just like to a fault, you know, because it's a defense mechanism. <laughs> yeah. But I have had two, I mean, literally demonic visitors in a, in a dream, mm -hmm. in a dream twice and, and Dave's had to wake me up because I was yelling so loud at it and I thought well good grief he's even infiltrating my dreams you know and but I'm still having the last word so that's just fine you know I bet it's just weird the level that he's having to go <laughs> to really get me break me and it's just you know, it's not going to work. And, and you hear Dave say, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. <laughs> you know, so. one of the people was teaching yesterday that Satan, he's not like us. Or the, the, the devils. All that are connected. You can't hurt his feelings and you can't run him away by saying, I don't like you and get away from him. I mean, you can in Jesus' name get thee behind me, but that doesn't mean he's going to stay there. Because he's constantly is talking about putting on the whole armor and he said he's constantly looking for a chink in your yeah, armor. Yeah. He's constantly testing you. And uh, this is an amazing thing and I just passed this on because I never even considered it. We're always coming looking for the demon possessed so we can get all mysterious and cast that old screaming devil out of somebody. And one of those very people that's fought with this, wrestled with this over 
third world countries. More people are demon oppressed than mm -hmm. possessed. Mm -hmm. And that is there are familiar spirits just mm -hmm. hanging around and looking for openings to inject mm -hmm. thoughts and ideas. Mm -hmm. And so we're living in a world of people that are not demon possessed but oppressed. And so they they bring them all in the room. Mm -hmm. And when they do, you gotta realize sometimes you're standing somewhere and all of a sudden you get this most ugly thought in your head. And you feel why would I think that? That's just not even me. Why would? But what he wants you to do is think, I'm no good. I talk Christian. I talk the talk. But I just thought something horrible. And they, they said, the enemy is projecting that spirit on you. Mm -hmm. And that is so you, because the second you accept it and fall under condemnation and shame, your faith goes out the window. Yeah. You don't feel like you're. And your hope. You don't feel like you can pray. Mm -hmm. You don't feel like you're worthy to to, to do anything for God. You don't want to read your Bible because I'm dirty. I'm filthy. And the thing is to say, I, in Jesus' name, these thoughts—they're not my thoughts. Get out of here. Get away from me. And He will flee. You know. Yeah, I told him to get a hobby. He lived a little yeah. bit of a hobby. I, you know, really, really. But the enemy you know. <laughs> I've always put it in different words, but he's always put thoughts in your mind and then condemned you for having them. Mm -hmm. right. What a jerk. Yep. And just so you know, we're really glad you're here, too. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And I'm not possessed, but I might need an exorcism next week, no? No. <laughs> and I'm joking. It's just, it's just amazing. It's just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, I was really young, like in my 20s. I had a series of dreams. And it was always the devil after me. He might be in the form of a man or an animal or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was always trying to run or hide or get away, trying to figure out how I could get away. Mm -hmm. And then one day, one night I dreamed he was a lion. There was this, I just knew there was a beautiful lion walking along behind me. And I turned around to look at him. And he was instantly up on all fours attacking me. And before I even could think what to say, I just, in my dream, I just screamed, Jesus, I can't fight this lion. You've got you to gotta take care of this. He took care of the lion. I never had another <laughs> one of those dreams. There was no okay. more fear. Mm -hmm. I was living my life in fear. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he just got rid of it right mm -hmm. then. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Pastor Erickson has really had a neat um, way of explaining things, and and it's helped a lot uh, in my in my you know thinking that I'm getting this. We're 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 getting this because we're not we're bad, or what did we do? You know, and I think poor Nancy, she's heard it a couple of times. I just you know, but it just the journeys you go through, and I think we all do that, we fuss with it, but boy, you can sure beat yourself up, you know, and then you're down, and then here it comes, you know, so, um, but it's, it's just, I'm just so glad to maybe lightly, but I'm still looking over my shoulder, <laughs> that maybe it's going to get positive, but okay, okay, are we okay? <laughs> yep. <No>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I think we've maybe managed to 
to take on that task or that test and and lightly call it that. <laughs> so and if I may say <clears throat> it's been a many a prayers prayed yep. for you too. Okay, thank you. Not Team just God and I but I know brother and sister Nance, Glenn Nance has yeah. prayed a many a prayers for well, you know. guys. I know everybody in this room has prayed prayers for you guys. I didn't think of this. I, I, I hadn't considered this when we were talking and just discussing. I'm not mm -hmm. talking to you as your pastor. Mm -hmm. God knows what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you this honestly. Uh, I would come over here once in a blue moon, and back in the past, I've seen you and your husband. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know you. I couldn't say, I know you now. You I mean, probably know more now than ever. <laughs> but in prayer, there's been times when you all would come to me, and I don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know who you are. Yeah. I see you because I saw you here. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know your names. Wow. But I'd say, God, wherever they are, whatever they're going through, and not just you, we've all had that many, Wrong. many times. Yeah. 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 We learn, stop right now. God is, yeah. God is wanting to help them through something. Yeah. And it's turning their line around. You know? okay. And okay. so there was a song years ago that Lanny Wolf had written, Remember, someone is praying for you. That's right. Because sometimes yes. we're so beaten down, we can't pray for ourselves. That's true. That's the truth. Sometimes our faith is, is it, it's just riddled, you know. And God moves on somebody else to stand in the gap. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a, a term. Uh, you're one of those angel people, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's who you are. You're one of those angel people, aren't you? <laughs> just people. Just people. Uh, and they've visited so quite often, you know, they yeah. just have. They're just people. They, on that, I don't know if you've heard of the Pacific Crest Trail that goes from Canada down to Mexico, out in the western United States, and there's people that hike it, and it takes, like, months. Wow. And there's only a short window of time each year that you can get started and get done before winter sets in. Mm -hmm. And they have what they call trail angels. People will come out and just leave stuff on the trail, you know, bottles of water or whatever oh, wow. they think uh -huh. someone might need to help them on their journey. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we do need some trail angels. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. We sure do. We do. Mm -hmm. I think of that uh, story of Ruth. I've just been reading that lately. Of course, we won't go through all that. I think most of us all know the story, but I mean, Ruth and her mother-in-law mother were <laughs> in dire straits. Mm -hmm. I mean, they went back to Bethlehem, busted, without, and no way of making an income except that Ruth was willing to go out in the fields and glean, and that is that under the law of Israel, they said, what falls to the ground, leave it for the poor. Don't, don't, don't pick that field clean. Leave whatever falls through your hands. So there were gleaners. They would come and they would, they would gather dropped. But there wasn't that much of the ground. You weren't going to get rich gleaning. But Boaz saw her and said, who is that woman out there? And they told her. It's Elimelech's wife, or former one. 
he's dead. But anyway, he ordered all of them first. Anybody that lays a finger on her is a dead duck. Number two, whenever she's out here working, drop handfuls on purpose. Just be messy, mm -hmm. sloppy. When, wherever she, because her mother-in-law, when, when, when Ruth came home the first day, Naomi said, where'd you get all of this? I mean, she come home with her, the mother of it. She said, just out there in this field. She said, what field? <laughs> A guy named Boaz said, whoa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. That's your close kinsman that he became her husband, you know. But I just think there's God just says, drop for us along with handfuls on purpose. Well, I'm just glad at least our eyes have been open. Yeah. It's been, you know, it's just been open to, to realize the blessings over here. Mm -hmm. Just uncannily timed, you know. It's just bizarre. Yeah. So, you know, and very grateful and just... You know, this isn't going to be the end. There's going to be other whatevers, and you know. But I think, to a point, um, I think God had to prove to me, you know, some proof. Just, just, I'm just going to prove to you, you know, and in His way, and for me to see it. And so, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brother uh, Nance. Y'all's former pastor. Mm -hmm. He's two. He was two years older than me, and uh, he did things his way. I was a middle child, and I. <laughs> anyway, long story short, my dad would always say, "I would have to whip Glenn, mm -hmm. but you got the message." Because <laughs> <laughs> I can remember him doing things and thinking, this is going to end bad. Yeah. This is going to end bad. But he was willing to take, pay the price. Right. <laughs> it, it, it turned to be a good trait of his, but he's willing to take the flogging to do whatever That's we have been told. Do not go there. But he did. But I would watch it and go. I ain't going down that road. That's too painful. That's right. <laughs> Sometimes we learn from others. That's right. What he's going to say is if we don't learn, we have to get the whipping. Right. Again. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. just once. Yeah, because that's what I hear my dad say. Here we go again. It all comes about. Yeah. Yeah, you also have to remember. You know, you're a grown adult, and you weren't raised in this. No, this is something brand new. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get it overnight. Yeah. Don't and don't beat yourself up about that. Nobody does. You just have to, you have to grow into it. You know, you get. Uh -huh. the Bible says it's built line upon line, precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little. You know. Marked from a little kid in a real Southern Baptist church scared me to death enough at that age to where I'm good, but grandmas and other family members, you know, instilled enough in me that there's God, you know, no problem, you know, blah, blah, blah. And and that's what got me through. Man, man, I'm, I'm just, he's taking care of me. I've got guardian angels through my whole life. And then it's funny when I started coming and listening what's what's required kind of you mm -hmm. know what God expects I'm going what 
you know, really I'm sitting there going, you know, okay, what? So we're driving back home. I'm thinking about it. We're discussing it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I said, I always thought God just loved us. I, I would just love us if we, we had a good heart for him that we were okay. But I didn't know there were rules, you know, and that's what I called them, rules. What are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, and it was just kind of like yeah. So that that's been part of the, 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 the real struggle. quick catch up lessons. Lessons I've been getting. So yeah, because what you do find, because we grew up in it, didn't mean we agreed with it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. <laughs> A lot of what my teachers and my Sunday school teachers and pastors said you shouldn't do it. I did. I just didn't do it openly. <laughs> you know, if that's wrong, it must be pretty good. You know? But uh, ultimately, what God wants us to learn is I don't have one rule, one rule, that there's not a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. And so as we come to God, eventually we learn, you don't have to explain to me every time. You know how like you got to explain to your children. Well, I didn't grow up in that world. <laughs> you know, I just was just do it. And then I looked back later, well, yeah, there was a reason he wanted me, Dad wanted me home before dark. Mm-hmm. There's a reason Dad didn't want me out playing in the street. Mm-hmm. You know, there was the reasons for that. But I just like, nobody else has to do this. But I did, but that's what I was telling myself. Mm-hmm. But, uh, when you come to realize, it's relationship, and I know you've heard that a thousand times, but you come to a point, I don't know why God has a problem with that. But I trust Him. Mm-hmm. He's smarter than me. <laughs> he knows what's going on. So if, if God says that's a bad deal, you know, thou shalt not commit adultery. You know, I mean, if, if, if you want to be a playboy, that's kind of a <coughs> rule that you wouldn't like. But if you're married, I would... That's kind of a real bummer for families. <laughs> when somebody decides they want to go do something different for a night or two. It's like, no. No. That lasts for ever sometimes. That's going to blow everything up. That's going to cut your net worth in half. That's going to have somebody else maybe raising their children. That's going to have you working a job and paying child support. And... Uh, you know, and if if she does forgive you or he does forgive you, trust has been wrecked. I had to tell somebody from my church several years ago, I think she's willing to take you back. But you better come to an understanding. You violated her trust. Mm-hmm. So don't come crying to me with this. You don't trust me. Why should she? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to live with that. You know, for a while until you prove you're honorable again. So that's why the Lord said, "Don't do this. It's nothing but trouble. It's, it's nothing but trouble." That's <laughs> yeah. why Jesus said, "Do unto others you, as you would have others to do." And you know, if I do that, we call it the golden rule. I'm not going to steal from you because I don't want you to steal from me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mess with your life because I don't want you messing with my life. It's just a reciprocal thing, and mm-hmm. and to us it makes sense. Somebody that doesn't hasn't been a, a good enough relationship to God to know that God's not mean. He's just smart, mm-hmm. and He's right. So, 
Right. Yeah, he does have rules, but they're not detrimental. Mm-mm. And not, I don't want you. I don't want you going down a slide. You might like it. No, just don't break your neck. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, this is a good good morning for me. <laughs> good. Well, it's probably good for all of us because we all we don't all admit what's going on in our own worlds because they're not perfect. You suppress so much. Everybody does, and it just we you know just come on. Well, and <laughs> you know any one of them in the room here, if somebody says how are you doing, you know they don't want the whole story. <laughs> That's right. Oh They'll never ask me again. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if ever everybody's mind's clear we can we can be dismissed if you want. Okay. You can finish your cake. We don't have to be dismissed. I'm just saying we can if you like. <laughs> well really good. Do you have any others that come over to the other building? No, we'll we'll